Hello, this is Peter Woolfolk. First, let me say thank you so much for being a listener. Now, I want to alert you to our shiny new podcast website located at podpage.com. However, you can go directly to the podcast site located at www.publicrelationsreviewpodcast.com. There, you can contact me through email. You can leave a voice message. You can leave a review. You can read an episode blog and frequently learn about the podcast guests. You might also want to suggest podcast topic ideas or even suggest a guest. You can also let me know if you would like to receive our podcast listener logo that you can post on your social media. So I look forward to hearing from you about our new podcast website, www.publicrelationsreviewpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Public Relations Review Podcast and have a great day. Welcome. This is the Public Relations Review Podcast, a program to discuss the many facets of public relations with seasoned professionals, educators, authors, and others. Now, here is your host, Peter Woolfolk. Welcome to the Public Relations Review Podcast and to our listeners all across America and around the world. Now, healthcare and healthcare technology are important components of our economy. And, needless to say, that industry needs public relations services as much as other industries. Question, so what are the public relations need for healthcare and the healthcare technology industry? Well, my guest today can answer with that question. Uh, she is Jody Amendola, President and CEO of Amendola Communications, and she joins us today from Scottsdale, Arizona. She is recognized as an award-winning healthcare IT PR expert with more than 30 years of experience. She founded Amendola Communications in 2003. Jody and Amendola Communications have earned a reputation as tops in the field, winning numerous awards and recognition, including Best PR Agency Award for several years from PR Source Code, a Top 5 Best Tech Agency in the U.S., a Marcom Gold Awards for Client Work, Honorable mention in the overall healthcare agency category by Reagan and PR Daily's Ace Awards. Judah was named one of PR News's top women in PR in 2017 and 2019. In 2018, she received a Top Women in Healthcare Award. In 2019, she was an award finalist for Top Women in Healthcare by PR News. Also in 2019, Judah was named a Healthcare Technology PR Veteran finalist by PR News. And in 2020, Jody was honored as one of Reagan's top women in communications. So, Jody, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the opportunity, Peter. Well, we're looking forward to it. So, why don't you help us by starting? How did you go about getting into the healthcare, healthcare technology sector of public relations? How did that all come about? Sure. So I'm one of those rare people who, out of college, I studied uh, public relations at Boston University, landed my first job at a healthcare and technology public relations agency. 
And the first client that I got to work on was in healthcare technology, and that basically set my career path. At the time, I remember being a little jealous of one of my colleagues who started on the same day as me, and she was essentially doing party planning or event planning for a major hospital system, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's so fun, whereas I was representing this electronic data interchange company and had to understand the technology was electronic switch between health payers, healthcare payers and healthcare providers. So I don't know what Elise Mandel is doing these days, but I know it's 30 years later and I've had an amazing career in healthcare, healthcare IT, PR and marketing. So I landed at that PR agency. I actually worked there for 13 years. I moved my way up very quickly. After the first five months, I became, I was an assistant account executive. I became an account executive. I then started their business development division, and then several years later, when I moved to Arizona, I opened up a West Coast office. I did that all pretty successfully and uh, had a very successful business unit and then had an aha moment and, and launched on my own several years later. And at that time, I wanted to do something fun, something where I didn't have to think so hard, and so I actually started out in real estate PR and um, had a few clients in that. But within five weeks, my healthcare, healthcare IT connection, because it's a very niche industry, had all really followed me. And so, and I started making new connections and relationships. And so, you know, like I said, about five weeks later, I had five clients sign up five days in a row. And I knew I was on the right path and going to, going to be successful. And today at Amendola Communications, we have a team of 25 people, all who've grown up in healthcare, healthcare IT, and life sciences. So a very seasoned team who are all passionate about healthcare, who have either corporate agency or association experience. And we do great things for our clients, and I'm happy to to share a little bit more about what we do day in and day out. And and that was going to be my next question because when we say healthcare, that's such a broad uh, broad area. Yes. So sort of narrow that down. Do you specialize in certain areas? Talk about where you specialize when it comes to healthcare. Yes. Yeah, so when we think of healthcare, we typically think of doctors and hospitals. But our business, Peter, focuses primarily in healthcare, healthcare technology. We call this industry sometimes healthcare IT, sometimes health tech, sometimes digital health, but it's essentially the systems that run hospitals and doctor's offices, health plans, long-term care facilities. So we have multiple target audiences depending on who our clients are. But the commonality is that many of them use things like machine learning or AI or other advanced analytics that provide insights that impact, in our world, we call it clinical decision-making, but essentially it's improving patient care or improving financial outcomes of a hospital system or a physician office. Does that make sense? I mean, essentially, we represent so many tech technology-based healthcare companies that are accelerating medical research and, and changing lives. I mean, we're, our clients are making a difference in the world. So I can give you some real-life examples if that would help set the stage a little bit better. I think that's a good idea because as I'm hearing it now, it sounds as though you ha- help doctors and nurses 
use the equipment that helps them make decisions because the information either comes faster or is more accurate or a combination of both. That's a good way to simplify what we do. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to understand. So, I mean, everything from technology providers that help seniors age safely at home with fall detection or remote patient monitoring or medication management technologies. We represent one client, for example, that has a technology platform for precision medicine, which allows them to provide individualized medicine at the point of care. So it uses machine learning to understand each patient's use of their pharmacological profile to help guide treatment decisions. That's a little bit, uh, that's probably not the best example. It's a tough one. But we have like a lab company, for example, that has an integrated medical platform targeting genetic sequencing. Um, So some really cool things. We have a technology provider that provides state government with a platform to identify, manage, and treat substance abuse use and mental health disorders, and then helps them get the right treatment, follow the path, and close the loop. We have a technology provider that focuses on interoperability among healthcare professionals so that it keeps all the parties who are caring for the patient across the care continuum informed about a patient's status. Again, it helps to provide better care and better outcomes for the patient and the hospital or the doctor's office. Now, well, for now, from the, the public relations aspect, uh, what I'm hearing mm-hmm. here is all the things that your equipment can do. So mm-hmm. how do, because when I hear something like that, I'm looking for a story perhaps that uh, yes. popped up in the news that I can say, hey, yes. wait a minute, uh, here's some equipment that helped co- accomplish this, and here's how it works. And if you guys would like to take a look at it and include it in your story, come on over, something along those lines. Is, is that how you go about working uh, in, in that that's particular it, that's space? That's exactly what we do. In okay. healthcare, it's very much a peer-to-peer sale. So we leverage the hospital success stories of our vendor partners or the physician success stories, you know, what, what were the challenges they were having prior to implementing our client, the vendor solution? Mm -hmm. And then what were the resulting benefits? So we find what the pain points are, and then share their stories. And then we always, of course, like any good PR program, capitalize on what's going on on a national level, you know, newsjacking opportunities. So obviously last year, it was the year of the pandemic. And so anything COVID related got us in the door, although there was a lot of, uh, was a lot of noise. So um, we worked with some companies that applied and gained emergency use approval, EUA. We work with companies that pivoted their business model. We've seen that care can be safely delivered in the home and patients can be monitored at home through things like remote patient monitoring or wearables and telemedicine. Mm -hmm. If there's one thing we've learned from the pandemic is that telemedicine is here to stay. In fact, physician reimbursement is now the same, whether care is delivered in the doctor's office or the patient's home. So we've kept a pulse on all of that and have leveraged those types of stories for our clients in primarily 
Well, the industry news media, as well as the national media, and sometimes even the local media, mm-hmm. you know, during the COVID world, and, and even now, we're able to leverage more podcast and video interviews for our clients, which they love, because those can be repurposed, and, you know, videos are more heavily weighted on SEO. And then we've also leveraged social media, because that's become an even more important extension of PR, with people being home and using it as another channel more frequently. You know, it's interesting that you said getting your clients on a podcast because, oh my heavens, there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts and most of them have a particular space they operate in. So I've gotten calls from these podcast companies pitching their their clients, you know, to me as a potential guest. (laughs) So I can understand that in some areas, but sometimes they're way off base. I've had calls, you know, this is a public relations podcast. I've had people call me to pitch (laughs) financial managers and... So obviously that doesn't work. Well, so. <laughs> you have to know your audience, right? That's that's, that's exactly my but, point. <laughs> but back back to podcasts, we even had one of our clients. So besides technology clients, we also represent other sectors of of healthcare and pharma. So one of our clients is an evidence-based chiropractic care association called F4CP, and during the pandemic, they needed a way to reach people because they're in-person events weren't possible, like all of us face, right? So they actually launched a podcast called Adjusted Reality. Like the name, we we helped them with that. And we advised them to launch with a big name first. And so their first guest was Deepak Chopra. And they had like something like 1,300 downloads in the first four weeks. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was incredibly successful. So I do think, you know, podcasts are, are here to stay for sure. Well, there's no question about that. The the other thing, when I listen to you, you know, some of the benefits, because healthcare and the uh, cost and expenses going into healthcare is a huge issue and will probably continue to be so. Do you also look at the benefits in terms of cost savings because we've oh, yeah. used this equipment and then maybe help your clients present it to Congress or state legislatures as a reason for moving in a particular direction because it, there are benefits to everybody concerned here? Absolutely. Cost saving is a huge focus for every part of the healthcare continuum, especially hospitals and providers, and especially now because they've been hit hard with the pandemic. For hospitals, for example, they had to put on hold all surgeries that weren't top priority last year. So, um, so they lost a lot of revenue that they wouldn't have ordinarily loss. And so cost savings is, is particularly important in that area. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I would imagine insurance companies also appreciate that as well, because if you get some, somebody saving money, maybe they don't have to pay out as much. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and also I just want to highlight that PR is PR across any industry, right? And so one of the big things that we focus on is how PR is personal and storytelling is the best way to get your clients in the news cycle. I mean, I haven't met a client yet that didn't want to be in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the first, so that's the first ask. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with that, Peter. But last year, I lost my mom to undiagnosed COVID. And it was heartbreaking, obviously. And then Actually, six weeks later, I lost my mother-in-law to COVID. Both were in long-term care facilities, and it was both before the vaccines were available. So 
obviously I didn't want my mom to be part of history, but I have since written multiple op-eds. I've been interviewed for articles to share my experiences and my lessons learned. Like, for example, in Arizona, COVID hit really hard and it hit the elderly particularly hard and they had different symptoms than others. So they were mostly tired, dehydration. I mean, my mom never had a fever and so people didn't think she had COVID. And so I, I wanted to share my story. If I could help save one person, you know, I, I did my job and it, it was amazing the outpouring of reaction that I got from people. I was, I was getting emails, text messages from people I've never in my life knew who then wanted to share their stories with me or thank me for sharing my story with them. Mm -hmm. So I use that as an example that PR is really personal and PR really is about the stories that we tell. And so that's an important part of what we do is help our clients craft their unique messaging and leverage data, leverage things that are unique, leverage what's going on in the news and how or leverage patients and patient stories. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, let me say we're certainly sorry to hear about your losses. The other thing that comes to mind is what would be some of the most uh, dramatic or spectacular benefits that your, uh, your clients have brought to uh, the healthcare industry or patients or the healthcare sector that you can think about? Sure. So one of our largest clients and wonderful clients that we do a fully integrated programs for is an air medical provider, um, Air Methods, and they provide life-saving air medical transportation. So many patients are rescued from a rural location mm-hmm. where sometimes it could take over an hour to get to the closest hospital. You know, and our client can be there in 15 minutes or, or five minutes, you know, but it's, it's quick. And they have more than 450 helicopters and single engine planes throughout the U.S. that can help rescue and transport. So they're like uh, critical care in the air, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's certainly one of, one of my favorites. We have a newer client that's a diagnostic company that can detect diseases with rapid and affordable testing at home for any type of infectious disease, COVID, flu, you name it. So, yeah, I mean, our our clients are doing pretty amazing things. And like I said, during the pandemic, we had clients, you know, that were part of the clinical trials for COVID vaccine. We actually had a client who developed needle-free vaccines um, because there are people who are needle phobic. So we're very lucky, Peter. We get to see really cool and innovative technology and learn about new modalities and disease states every day. Mm-hmm. Do you all, when the occasion calls for it, as I said, when new equipment is out, uh, put together some demonstration for uh, journalists to come and see and touch and, and uh, understand exactly how this works as, you know, once it's been introduced and give them an advantage sure. because they like that sort of thing? Sure. So we do offer advances and exclusive on hot news items, but it's a very competitive marketplace, very crowded, noisy marketplace. So it's really about, again, crafting the story. But yes, we definitely give certain journalists an insider peek. We we craft multiple different story angles and media pitches depending on the different targets that we're sending news out to, because obviously for 
online or print or TV broadcast. It's, it's, it's a different message sometimes. But we, you know, the days of death side briefings are kind of gone by the wayside a bit, but we definitely contact the media and share the stories that we think they'd be receptive to. And then not only the media, but also industry analysts and digital influencers. Mm -hmm. The world has changed a lot. And so there are there are lots of key targets that we want to that we want to reach and um, make sure that we get the message out, help elevate the story, increase awareness and and hopefully educate and inspire the decision makers to take action because at the end of the day that's that's what our clients want they want to they want us to help them influence the influencers Mm -hmm. what has been based on the clients that you have there would be what you might consider the most exceptional piece of technology that you have you've been exposed to wow that's that's interesting. <laughs> there's so many there's so many technologies. It's hard to hard to pick one. Well, a series um, of them. I'm uh, sorry. What were you going to say? I said, well, give me. Uh, let's say maybe uh, the first two or three that that you think are, are exceptional. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of them are kind of boring in that they're just focusing on data analytics of like interoperability among systems. So that wouldn't be anything that's quote unquote sexy. Sometimes our technology that we represent is middleware. It's embedded in. But to me, the most exciting things are the technology that are making a difference in terms of telemedicine and enabling people to age in place at home. Mm-hmm you know, because that's what everybody wants. The technology that is helping to advance clinical trials. So again, that we could advance, you know, certain certain modalities and cures for diseases. So it's, it's those kinds of, I don't have, you know, a particular one, two or three. Well, Jody, this has really been um, an exciting podcast and I've, I've learned quite a bit. And I want to thank you again for joining us. And would you have any closing remarks for our audience about this uh, fine technology that you've been involved in? No, I just want to thank you, Peter, for the opportunity to share our story with you and to encourage anyone who has a unique story that they want to share to, to please let us know because we have been doing this for a very long time and would love the opportunity to help more folks get the word out there. Well, Grove, thank you so much. Uh, my guest today has been Jody Amendola. She's president, president and CEO of Amendola Communications, located in Scottsdale, Arizona. And uh, to our listeners, uh, please, uh, if you've enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate a review from you. And don't forget to follow us. And, of course, listen again for the next edition of the Public Relations Review Podcast. This podcast is produced by Communication Strategies an award-winning public relations and public affairs firm headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Peter Woolfolk speaking. Now, first of all, thank you so very much for listening to the podcast. Now, I am very excited to let you know that the podcast is now available on Amazon Alexa. You know the drill. Simply say, Alexa, play Public Relations Review Podcast, and she'll take it from there. And again, thank you. 
for listening. And if you enjoy the program, please become a subscriber. Now, on to the podcast. <laughs>